We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hour number three on a hump day home and home at radio.com. Sports original. We are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Try ZipRecruiter for free right now. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Enter. I'm Dave Briggs, home in Connecticut. Ross Tucker, home in Pennsylvania. Coming up in just a bit, we'll ask if Melvin Gordon has forever changed the way guys hold out, at least at the running back position. An interesting admission about what he might do over if it were next time struggling thus far with the, yeah, I'm going to say it, with the San Diego Chargers. Let's just call them the no no city Chargers because they don't really have a fan base at this point. They do have a fan base in Houston, the center of the sports universe, arguably right now between the Astros, the Rockets, and the Houston Texas it, Texans. It's all going on there. Let's bring in Landry Locker, Sports Radio 610 in Houston. Landry, good to see you. It's Dave Briggs. It is Ross Tucker. Ross hates when people say, Houston, we have a problem when oh it comes to sports games and series. Do they say that locally or is that just a national problem? Hell no, they don't say that locally. If you say that locally, you'll get <laughs> yes. run out of town very, very quickly. So no, they don't they don't say that here locally. It's it's the worst words you can say. You know what, Landry, it's so funny because I was just thinking that earlier. I can't remember if Dave said it or I said it or or we heard like some other sound we were playing with it. And I said that I can imagine if I lived in Houston that you would have heard that so many times. It's so annoying that I want to take a pen like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas and just stab you in the eyeballs. Anybody that would ever say that. You know what the equivalent of that is, Landry? And I bet you can appreciate this. Being on radio for 12 years and now doing this digital show, um, I can't, for 12 years, I've had people say, well, that makes sense because you got a face for radio. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the worst. That's and they the, thought it was so funny. Worst. It's like, or dude, when, or that when was someone meets your first 10 times I heard it. Or when someone meets your significant other and no matter what the situation is, you won't kick your coverage there. That's that's the exact same thing. Also, they got to quit showing these cows and horses whenever the Texans are playing. Where the hell are they? Because you've been in Houston, Ross. Where the hell are they milking cows and riding horses? Because it's not around here. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, Landry, I'm from Denver. And any Bronco game, you see the same thing. It's like a cattle ranch, the cowboy, uh, you know, maybe some skiing. And then all of a sudden, we're at mile high. It's a little bit disjointed. But seriously, do you have a problem when you lose game one with the unbeatable Garrett Cole on the mound? Hadn't lost a game since May 22nd. The the theory going in was that the rust would really hurt the Washington Nationals. Not that they'd come out and knock around the best pitcher in the game today. How serious is a 1-0 hole at home, given it was Cole? 
I don't think the one O hole is huge. I think a, I think if they don't take the next two, then you will have a problem. And I said that before the series. You can afford to lose one, but if the Astros fall down 2-1, then the confidence level for me drops significantly because in that game four, you're either going to have to start Garrett Cole, assuming that you're down 2-1 or worse, you're going to have to start Garrett Cole on three days rest, which doesn't always go well, or you're going to have a bullpen game in a National League ballpark. So to me, I don't think there's panic yet because you did lose the first one to the Yankees, but if, if they don't take the next two games – then there is a problem for the for the um, Astros. Right, but Landry, I mean, Cole's your guy, right? I mean, he like, is. when I looked at it, I thought, okay, they'll win the games where Cole pitches. It's the other games that are the ones that are even debatable. I mean, I, I don't know how you can't freak out a little bit after last night. Uh, just because you have Verlander. I mean, the Astros are in a unique situation where, you know, Verlander's been your horse for a while, and the Cy Young's going to come down to Verlander and Cole. So if Verlander has to step it up and give you a win when you need one, he's done it before. So I think there's that confidence that you can you can split with the Nationals. Now, you would have liked to have taken two, but if you can split and Verlander can pick up the slack and do what he's been doing since they traded for him, uh, I don't think there's going to be panic. So I, I, I get what you're saying. And it does suck now because yeah. the guy that you thought was unhittable, now all of a sudden they got to him. But if you're if the guy that's been your horse when you won a World Series a couple years ago and was awesome this year through the no-hitter and he's in the Cy Young discussion can can take you home, then that's the one advantage the Astros do have is they have 1A and 1B. Now the Nationals have Strasburg too, but that's another issue in itself. I'm curious, Landry. I, I think um, as long as – we played earlier some sound from sorry Dave we played earlier some sound from AJ Hinch and did he say that Garrett Cole's not pitching again till game five I guess I thought Cole would go one four and seven but we played some sound where it sounded like Hinch said hopefully we can win a couple these next couple games and get him back for game five yeah, that's what he said. So, I mean, it, it, again, if they fall down 2-1 or something, I, I would be shocked if Cole's not out there on three days rest Saturday in uh, game four or whatever it is. But that was the original plan yeah. was for him to, to to pitch five. So desperate times will call for desperate measures. Uh, right now it's going to be a bullpen game, which, gosh, those are the most stressful experiences you can have in sports. We had one Saturday, and you factor in, you know, the National League yeah. and all that. That's scary. But as of right now, he's saying that. But – if they're down 2-1 or something like that, he'd be crazy not to throw him on three days rest. Yeah, the organization says game four is has not at this point been penciled in. So, yeah, I think we'd all expect that to change. Look, you're never out of it when you have Altuve and Correa, this clubhouse, bats that can beat down anybody. And frankly, George Springer, how do you account for this guy hitting Five straight home runs in World Series games, 14 postseason home runs. And did he have a problem with hustle late last night? Well, I, the, the, the problem with the base running there is that Kyle Tucker was tagging on third base. So I think if Kyle Tucker, uh, the, the, the kid who tagged at first base on the play before, if Kyle Tucker's halfway to third base, I think George Springer ends up getting a triple. But what George said after the game was, Look, I can't run full speed because if I pass Kyle Tucker or if I'm halfway to second and he and he stops on third because he was tagging, then I'm basically going to get thrown out. 
So hustle's never been George's problem. If anything, sometimes he hustles too much and he ends up on the DL because of it. But I think if Kyle Tucker's doing what a base runner's supposed to do in that situation and he's halfway to third, I think George ends up on third, but he just didn't want to pass up Tucker, who was, for some strange reason, Smoltz even called it out, uh, he was he was tagging up on second in that situation, which is something he wasn't supposed to do. Uh, you know, we haven't touched on it yet, Landry, but we got to get into it because it's been, I got to be honest with you, I'm a Phillies fan until about 72 hours ago for <laughs> this World Series. I didn't really care who was going to win the World Series. I, I really didn't. I wasn't into it um, until the, the Brandon Taubman stuff. And now, as I tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL, he's at Dave Briggs TV. You're at Landry Locker. The show's at RDC Home and Home. The president's at Donald J. Trump, I think. I don't even know. I'm just throwing them all (laughs) out there at this point. Uh, But here's my point, okay? I now am a Nationals fan. Like, I, I want the Nationals to win this series just because of that loser Taubman. What what are your thoughts on everything that went on there? with this guy after the ALCS? Well, I mean, you have every right to call him a loser. The reality is when you're a backup GM and you have an organization that's been built the way the Astros have, and your 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 backup GM is basically in the headlines for something so stupid, first of all, it's disrespectful to the player because regardless of what Osuna did or didn't do, look at Seth Payne behind me, regardless of what uh, he did or didn't do, uh, <laughs> The reality is Osuna's been quiet about it. The organization's handled it the right way. The biggest mistake in this whole thing was the organization's initial statement. And it came out late at night. I don't know if they had a few scotches and then just decided to press in, but the organization coming out and attacking the reporter is one of the dumbest things that I've seen for a long time. And and from, from an organization like the Astros, it's really, really shocking. And I think they've handled it right since, but the damage has been done. And for a backup GM to come out there and get in headlines like this and being controversial and stuff like that uh, in the middle of a World Series run, I, I, I'm i with you, man. If, if I weren't here in Houston and, and I didn't, you know, feel close to this team and everything, I'd be rooting for the Nationals, too. And I mean, that's just something that the Astros have to deal with now. They've gone from one of the more likable teams to now a team where if you don't have a strong rooting interest, you're pulling against them. And that's just the consequences of how moronic. He handled the situation how moronic the organization initially handled it with that statement. Boy, have you got a couple executives screwing things up for their organizations and their entire sport. That is not just you know the who likes the Brandon Taubman right now? You know who loves Brandon Taubman? <laughs> yes, Morey. I do. Daryl Morey. Yeah. Daryl Morey loves Darryl Brandon Morey. Taubman right now. I'm let me curious. ask you about that. And again, we're talking with yeah, Landry. Go ahead, Dave. Landry Locker from Sports Radio 610 in Houston. Uh, By the way, the MLB is launching an investigation into the Taubman incident, so this guy could at some point be in some big trouble. When it comes to Daryl Morey, deleted the tweet, changed life as we know it between the NBA and Shadow, their biggest future globe, uh, global growth market. Will we hear from Daryl Morey at some point, the Rockets general manager, and do you think he survives all this? I think eventually Maury and the Rockets will part ways. I don't know if it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to, it won't be this season because it'll be too obvious. But the one thing, and you talk to NBA guys, the one reputation that Tillman Fertitta has, and he gets really pissed off when you say this, is he's a businessman. And they didn't, they didn't uh, break the luxury tax last year. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, he's a bottom line guy. He's made his, he's made his, his fortune in restaurants and 
lot of people think he runs an NBA organization like a, like a restaurant. And when you start costing someone who just paid $3 billion or $2 billion, whatever it was for an organization, uh, global money, he's not happy about it. So I think eventually Maury and the Rockets will part ways. I don't see how Fertitta ever gets over this, uh, but I don't think it's like going to be within the next week or two. You know, maybe if they come up short, they just decide to part ways. But I, I don't see Daryl Morey being the long-term guy anymore. I don't think you can recover from this with the owner that they have. All right, so here's my question. One of the coolest things about this show, Landry, is that we do have Radio.com affiliates all over the place. We do less than five minutes of commercials an hour, which is insane. And we have affiliates like you everywhere. So we get the pulse of what the fans are thinking. So on both of these, what are the callers saying about Taubman and Maury? Is anybody defending them? In particular, is anybody defending Taubman because of, hey, he's an Astro and tribalism or whatever? Or is it 100% anti-Taubman? There's a lot of defense, man. I mean, whenever you whenever you're winning at the level that the Astros are, and I think this is the best team that this city's ever seen. It's a potential dynasty. I mean, you are getting a lot of people defending him. So, I mean, you, you know, it's it's un, it's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. You know how it is when when teams win. So, he actually yesterday we took we took calls on it and and he's getting a lot he's getting a lot of defense out here uh, just because of how good the Astros have been. And we really don't know what happened. Nobody knows what happened, but it is always amusing when fans decide they just they have like some responsibility to defend even the indefensible. So, yeah, it's 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 at least 50 50 and it could be skewing more towards defending the Astros. But there is also a small portion who thinks it's just moronic that we're even talking about the guy. All right. So here's what I don't understand. Well, and- what what is the argument? What 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 is the argument to defend him? The argument that we get is, you know, we don't know what happened and, you know, nobody knows what happened. And, you know, we've even had someone say, well, reporters shouldn't be in the clubhouse. And it's, it's, it's basically just, you know, the, the defensible, the defending the unknown and, and siding on the side with the Astros is really, you know, the approach that a lot of fans are taking. You know how it is, NPR Ross. I mean, there's, there's there's been a lot of stuff defended by winning teams. You know, it's it's the morals sometimes go sure. out the window when this happens. Yeah, look at the Patriots and uh, Antonio Brown. But NPR did report Tuesday that despite what the Astros said, Tobman was targeting a specific female reporter who tweeted about domestic violence. And again, this all goes back to the suspension of Roberto Asuna, 75 games, and then the Astros sign him. Want to move on quickly, though, to the Houston Rockets, not Daryl Morey related. The dynamic duo, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, they open tomorrow night against Milwaukee, which is as exciting a game as the NBA could possibly hope for. What are your expectations for those two together? What are your concerns and questions about how they play together? I think they're going to be a really good regular season team. You know, I I think you can roll the ball out there and let Harden rest and Westbrook knows what to do in the regular season. So I think as far as the regular season, even when they're not on the court with each other, I think just the way in which they play and how hard it is for a defense to maintain that level of energy, I think they're going to be fine in the regular season. I think in crunch time, obviously, it's always been a question with both of them. I think that's where there's going to be problems. I, but I think in the regular season, you're going to see that they're going to be a top four seed. But then in the postseason, the problems that we've seen from the past are basically going to collide. But as far as regular season, 
I mean, I think Harden can take more days off now. I think when he sits down, you're just going to have the energy, the, the, the contagious energy of Westbrook. So I think they'll make it work in the regular season. But in the postseason and in big games when it slows down, I think we're going to see more of the same. I really don't consider them a championship contender right uh, this year, but they will. They, their record will be misleading in the regular season. All right, Landry, this is unbelievable. We've had you on now for, what is it, 20 minutes, and I haven't asked you a football question. This hey, is a record for, for me. <laughs> yeah. This is a record for me. I mean, I, I, I just proved to all my bosses, the Radio.com <laughs> overlords, that I can go 22 minutes talking basketball and baseball. I did it. Proof. Boom. But I'm going to ask you about the Texans. How Do deflating... It. How deflating was that loss on Sunday? Deflating, discouraging, whatever word you want to use against the division rival Colts. I mean, we have you on every week and you're on our morning show. And, and it's like you want to buy in on the Texans. But every time you, you start to buy in, something like that happens. I mean, it's, it's really just it's just the way things are here uh, with Bill O'Brien in, in the situation. And now you just look at the Colts. I mean, the Texans have basically sacrificed their entire future for this season to make their team better. And you still can't beat the Colts after Andrew Luck retires. And now Frank Reich's three and one against Bill O'Brien. I think they got nine picks in the coming draft, five in the first four rounds or something like that. And it's just a situation where is Bill O'Brien going to take that next step? Like is Bill O'Brien ever going to take that next step? Or are we just going to sit here and give him the keys to the franchise and just, and just assume that Bill O'Brien's going to get it done? Because I don't know what more the guy needs. His first two division titles you talk about he didn't have a quarterback, and you talk about, you know, he, he's maximizing what he has. Okay, who were the other quarterbacks in the division? Andrew Luck was beat up to the point where he even cited to 2016 when the Texans won the division for why he retired. Uh, the Jaguars had a young Blake Bortles, and the Titans had Zach Mettenberger and Marcus Mariota, and the rest of the division was 36-60 and 60 those two years. Okay, so last year, 11-5. and five. That's awesome. Well, you lost two out of three times to the Colts. So I just don't know where this next step is going to come with Bill O'Brien. And to see them go out there and lose to the Colts, I get the Colts are coming off a bye. I get the Colts are good. But my goodness, like what, what is the next step? When is the next step going to come? It's extremely frustrating if you can't tell. Landry, great stuff, man. Really appreciate it. All right, guys. Take it easy. There he is, Landry Locker, Houston Sports Radio 610, in the loop with Lopez and Landry. Check him out on Twitter, at Landry Locker. Excellent stuff there from Landry. You know what else is excellent stuff, Dave? Zip Recruiter. We got our buddy, Cafe Altura CEO, Dylan Miskowitz. Can't believe we haven't had him on the show yet. Let's just get Dylan Burns on the show and act like it's Dylan Miskowitz. Who cares? He needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus 
on the most relevant ones. That's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ziprecruiter.com slash enter. That's ziprecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. ZipRecruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. The athletic director at the University of Florida, instead of taking to a website to ask a question for other colleagues, he took to Twitter. And he said, attention ADs from the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, or Pac-12. Gators football is looking to add additional home and home series against P5 opponents. Let's connect, schedule quality games the fans want to see. Now, number one, thank you for the shout out to home and home or the explanation for some of you that didn't understand why we're called home and home. That, of course, is series where they visit your home, you visit theirs. But at the end of the day, let's just applaud the Florida Athletic Director, Scott Strickland. This is what college football needs. More highly competitive out-of-conference games. Less dog and pony shows where one school is paying four, five, six, seven hundred thousand dollars for a less competitive squad to come up and get the snot beat out of them. This is terrific, but Ross, will anyone take Florida up on the offer? Uh, I think they should. I think they will, and I hope they do. I love this. First of all, shout out. uh, Love the shout out. uh, And he's obviously a big fan of the show, so that's great. Um, We are willing to schedule (laughs) you for a home and home on home and home if you would like to. This, to me, is a brilliant move because... It really puts Florida at the forefront of saying, hey, we'll play anybody, anytime. We're ready to rock and roll. Just call us. We're ready home and home. It doesn't have to be, you know, a lopsided. Let's do it. I thought it was awesome. I mean, and even if he doesn't really mean it, Dave, or even if there's some games he wouldn't take, I just love the message it sends. It sends a great message to college football. It sends a great message about Florida football and who they're willing to play. I think it's I think it's brilliant because now all the Florida fans, I don't know how they felt about the AD to begin with. They're having a pretty good year. They've only lost one game. I feel like now the Florida fans will really love this guy. Like, yeah, we'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Let's go. Let's schedule it. Like, I, I, I think it's a genius PR move for him both nationally and in Florida. I think it's great. He followed up, Scott Strickland did, with uh, Gators would love a home-and-home with Clemson. Any chance we could do that sooner? Sign me up for that, Florida and Clemson. I think we would all enjoy that one. Yes, Scott Strickland, you are welcome here on Home and Home anytime you want to discuss. Before we go, Ross, you drink Red Bull at all? Nah, very rarely. Every once in a while, if I'm trying to go long that night, I might have a Red Bull and vodka. 
Now, I, I ask because I do drink some Red Bull. I drink mostly coffee. Today, I am experimenting with something else, which tells you a lot about my life. I saw this in the store. It's the opposite of Red Bull. It's called some sleep. I am actually drinking a beverage to try and take a better nap today. You're pretty good at the nap. I am terrible at the nap. I have like three, four hours before my kids come home from school and I can't stop the brain from running through all the sports stories I want to talk about tomorrow. What's your secret to napping not named some sleep? I thought you meditated. I do. It's not helping, bro. It's stress. It, it cures my stress. It helps calm me down, but it doesn't help me nap. Well, I guess part of me would wonder, are you really that tired then? You know what I mean? Dude, I, I mean, I I'm know tired. you are. <laughs> I know. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can't nap then. Like, why are why isn't your brain racing at night when you go to bed then? Like, what's the difference? I actually have more now, sometimes I can't nap because I have something on my mind. Yeah. But sometimes I can't go to bed at night because I have something on my mind. Huh. See, I thought you were going to give me some real wisdom here. I, I rely on your wisdom to get through life, and you got nothing for me how to nap. So I don't know, screwed. dude. I, I don't have, drink it's not that beverage. hard for me. I, I, you know, I, I only sleep. I go to bed at like 1030. I get up at four, five and a half hours sleep. I'm, I'm ready for my nap. When it's time for nap time, I'm ready for it. Chug that, though, and then, <sighs> uh, and then, and then let me know how it goes. <laughs> I will let you know how it goes tomorrow on Home and Home. It's a free money Thursday. We'll talk to Brad Evans about fantasy football, Nick Costos about all the bets you want to make this weekend, and Trevor Moad, who is Russell Wilson's mental coach and perhaps part of the reason he is looking like an MVP candidate in the NFL. It's nap time, clearly, for this guy. For Ross Tucker, I'm off to nap. Dave Briggs, see you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.